1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Uh, Let's do this. Let's bring in Ryan
0: Wood, shall we? Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call
2: 414-327-5800. Ryan Ward of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And uh, Ryan, how you been, man?
3: Doing well. Hey, speaking of Quick Trip food, don't don't sleep on those cheese breadsticks. I got one right by my house, and and after late night games at Lambeau Field, I I, I swing by there. Those those cheese breadsticks are legit. That's the
2: cheese breadsticks are good. The mushroom and Swiss burger is good. Yep. I don't think there's many things bad at Quick Trip, to be honest with you. It, so. It's
3: it's a terrific novelty. Yeah, I live right by the stadium, and you know that, that no nowhere else is open after games, so. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, it's nice to have that. Absolutely how how has it been? Uh, what 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 are you
2: guys getting uh, there? Thirty media members, fifty media members. How many? Because because they're only taking a few. I mean, it's not like they're taking everybody. I mean, we've obviously got our our guy and you there. Uh, Mike Clemens is there. You're there, so we're kind of covered. But how, what is it like in the media press area now?
3: It's all virtual, um, you know, and, and obviously in the press box, it's it's pretty uh, it's. It's pretty spaced out. It's it's I've I've always felt safe. I think the Packers have done a really good job of of keeping things distanced uh, in the press box. Um, but it's 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 been weird, man. It's it's been a weird year. It's been a weird year for everybody. But this, you know, covering covering this team has been no different. It's going to be it's going to be a lot more chaotic, I think, coming up too because this is a one seed, and this is a team that is going to get a lot of national attention. The more there could be a, a, an NFC Championship game here at Lambeau Field in a couple weeks. I mean, it's it's only going to get more chaotic.
2: Well, that's just it because let's just say the Packers go to the Super Bowl, they've canceled basically Radio Row, so you're not going to have that. Uh, everything is going to be Zoom. You're only allowed to do certain things in facilities. They're gonna, I mean, they're gonna keep everybody and anybody away from the teams when it comes to the uh, prevention of COVID. It, it, you know, this will be the year the Packers go. I mean, in a really weird year, this would be the year that they go. So, I, I guess you know, when you start to say, okay, what happens if they make it? What do you do? I mean, we, we're being asked the same question. I mean, I've got a place to stay. I've already booked things for down there, and then they started canceling stuff, so you don't want to get rid of it in case the Packers go, but it's kind of like you're going there,
3: and for what? You know what I mean? Hey, I've already thought about what does Super Bowl media day look like this year. I mean, I have no idea. I don't know how they're going to do that, but it's, it's really even before that. I mean, if, And we're jumping the gun a little bit, but if they do get the championship week, that week is a different week. It, you know, that, that's the first week where it, it feels different in terms of the, the, the press coverage and the the, the stuff that the, the attention that, that, that really being in, in, in the intense national spotlight. Um, this is a Packers team. Every, everybody does it different, but this is a Packers team that on the road has one Zoom link open for everybody. I think we got three players in Matt Lafleur after Chicago. The, the demand is about to get a lot higher, and so that, that's going to be very very fascinating to see how that that's handled.
2: Yeah, it's going to have to be during the week that they're going to have to do a lot of these sit-down Zoom things to do any kind of features at all. I I, I get it. Um, let's do this. I, I want to look first and foremost, uh, Ricky Wagner. Talk about uh, your thoughts. They lose uh, David Bakhtiari. Wagner comes in, took a shot, but overall Aaron Rodgers only sacked once, but he was hurried up uh, more than a few times, and he was hit a few times after he got rid of the football. Uh, talk about the loss of David Bakhtiari and what you see out of the offense.
3: Well, yeah, Rick Wagner's the type of signing that every, every championship contender needs to make. It, it, it was made let, – let's not forget, Rick Wagner was not a preferred starter coming out of training camp. He, he lost that battle really to, to Lane Taylor, uh, who was the right guard that moved Billy Turner out the right tackle and moved Rick Wagner to the sideline. But he was signed for the depth just in case something like this happened, and it's been a prescient move because it did happen. They lost David Bakhtiari, and you've got a guy who started 95 games in his career at right tackle that you can just put in there at right tackle. Rick Wagner's played a ton of football. And then you've got the, the, the versatility of Billy Turner, who started every game at right guard last year. And, oh, left tackle, no problem. Just kicks out, and, and he, he, he had his moments. I mean, he, he he struggled. He had the holding penalty. but But for a right guard to go play left tackle – you can't do it better than that, better than Billy Turner did, especially against those guys on the defensive front for the Chicago Bears, uh, Khalil Mack and Keen Hicks and those guys. That, that's a pretty good defensive front. Um, so yeah, they've got the tackles, but the strength of this, uh, maybe this, this this offense behind the quarterback and and, and, and you know the, the two-headed monster Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, the strength of this offense might be that interior offensive line, not just the top talent. I mean, w- w- it's easy to forget. There's another pro bowler on this offensive line. His name's Elton Jenkins. He's a second-round pick last year, and he, he, he's he got almost no name recognition. He played his way onto the pro bowl, which is very impressive for an offensive lineman. It shows you how good Elton Jenkins is. And Corey Lindsley, who everyone in, inside Lambeau Field believes is a pro bowler uh, at center, um, the, the strength of the, their interior and the depth and, and, and the flexibility, the versatility that they have um, it, it really led to something that was unthinkable four months ago, which was having 35 points dropped on the Chicago Bears in a, in a must-win game for the Bears uh, without David Bocciari. It, it was really – it's amazing how far this offensive line has come in four months.
2: So uh, I want to look uh, – like you had mentioned, the interior alignment, very good. It's, and, and that's going to become even more vital, uh, my opinion is – as this postseason goes on, because you're going to be talking about the run game. And granted, you can bounce a guy like Aaron Jones in and out, but when you're talking Jamal Williams or A.J. Dillon, especially grinding out in cold weather at Lambeau Field, that's why the interior of that offensive line is so important, in my opinion.
3: You're absolutely right. I, I'm sitting here shaking my head. You're, you're absolutely right, because that, that, that run game, this, this, this offense is at its best when the run game is leading the way. And then you've got the action pass game with Aaron Rodgers, who really feeds off of that. Um, and and it just all kind of clicks together in sync. Uh, yeah, you, you're absolutely right, the, the interior offensive line. is not just pass protection. protection. I'll tell you this, too. David Bakhtiari's got the reputation, well-earned, as, as quite possibly the best pass blocker alive, the best pass blocker in the NFL. I'm not so sure that they don't miss him more With As a run blocker, what was really kind of quiet and and, and not not really talked about much over these last two years is the strides that David Bakhtiari made as a run blocker, especially in this outside zone scheme. Uh, Adam Sinovich, a couple weeks ago, talked about how David Bakhtiari, when when, when when this system first was implemented, there was some hesitation there because he's already an all-pro. He's already a guy... Who, with Adam Sinovich coming in, he, he, you know, he's obviously losing his beloved James Camp and longtime offensive line coach. There was some hesitation there, but when he bought in sometime early to mid last season, he really took off as a run blocker. Um, I talked with James Camp a, a couple of weeks ago for a story I did on David Boxyard. He said that he can t- he could tell. Some real strides as a run blocker and and some some real tutelage that he had from Adam Sinovich. So I think that, you know, the the fact that they did struggle in the run game and they didn't get much going on the ground against Chicago, I just, I, I wonder if they're going to miss, especially on the perimeter, if they're going to miss David Bocciari as a run block more than a pass blocker.
2: I uh, also wanted to ask you now the opposite side uh, of the football, the, the defensive trenches. You you bring in Snacks Harrison, Kingsley Kiki, you hope to get back here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you've got uh, some beef up front now. You've seen like Kamal Martin, Barnes, Kirksey playing better together. Give me your thoughts and the optimism regarding the defense and the way they're playing, and are they peaking at the right time?
3: Yeah, there's no question they're peaking at the right time. I, I don't think there's any question, Bill, that the the way the defense is playing right now, it's, it's a better defense than it was a year ago. Um, you look at not just what it did against Derrick Henry on the, on the ground, but then David Montgomery is coming in the last four games. He was the reason why the Bears had scored 30 points in each of those because he was averaging over 100 yards uh, per game. It, it wasn't Mitch Trubisky so much. I mean, he, he was playing better, too, as, as it was really the, the running game. That's what everyone talked about on the Packers last week, the running game and how it's, it's helping Mitch Trubisky become more comfortable. And they, I mean, three yards per carry – for David Montgomery, that, mm-hmm. that's phenomenal work. Uh, so, to me, I, I think that the Packers are entering the postseason with the best defense that they've had since 2015. And that year, if you remember, they, they get to the divisional round game against Arizona. They just they didn't they didn't have the re, the, the receiving depth. They didn't have the the offense that year to, to carry what the defense gave them. But that was a very good defense that year. And now they've got the offense, and I think that they they've got they've, they're carrying defense. You can ask all day about the special teams. I have no idea what to make of that. But offensively and defensively, this is a team that's that's as as complete as as it's been in many, many years.
2: The the comment made by Matt LaFleur yesterday I thought was interesting where he said uh, while the defense is playing better and he goes through a list of guys that are playing better, he says, I want us to be more aggressive. And when he talked about specifically, was asked about third down and, and playing off the ball and such, and he talked about his guys being on islands, that he's their secondary is good enough. In other words, he was almost saying like, look, don't worry about playing 10 yards back and getting burned. These guys are good. Let's go after people. Did you get that sense as he talked about the defense being more aggressive?
3: Oh yeah, no question. Uh, it, that that jumped out of the Zoom call of me as well. And, and it's not the first time this season that Matt LaFleur has talked about less off coverage, more press coverage. But it was by far the most forceful that 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 you've heard it because he started off and let's the the question asked was when did Matt LaFleur feel like the defense kind of hit its stride? Was there a moment? So it had nothing to do with coverage. It was unprompted. And Matt LeFleur said that he, he thinks that the defense can be more aggressive, especially on third and fourth down, which, I mean, the, the, the Packers held Chicago to 5 of 12 on third down, but they were 5 of 6, the Bears, on fourth down. And he, he said that he thinks that they, they, he, want, he, wants, he wants his corners to get up in people's face and challenge them at the line of scrimmage. He thinks that he's got the cornerback group to do that, uh, and if you look at, at how that, that, that group has played, there, there's been a ton of off coverage. And he even had a specific play late in the first half, a third and five to Cole Komet, that every, only, only five Packers defenders were within five yards of the line of scrimmage when that ball was snapped. Four of them were defensive linemen. Everyone's off the ball, and Cole Komet just ran to the marker, turned around, and caught it. And he, he mentioned that play specifically. I don't think there's any doubt that Matt LaFleur wants to see more press coverage, and I think that that puts him right in line with the the vast majority of Green Bay Packers fans. Um, I I would imagine that you're going to see more of that in the playoffs.
2: Well, we'll uh, we'll look forward to it. We'll talk more later in the week, and obviously everybody's trying to stay healthy and away from COVID as uh, they get through the week and get through this weekend upcoming. Ryan, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you later in the week, okay?
3: All right. Take care, Bill.
2: Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Uh, That's Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This
0: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.